It worked that time. It did. I'm kind of excited, actually. Well, it's the fourth wall, and how do I break it? Um, you just did. <laughs> there is no fourth wall. This isn't a performance. Uh, welcome to Couch Grouches. This is Jim. I'm Gonzo. Oh, no, Bruce isn't here, is he? Yeah, no, yeah. He, go- he goes between you and I anyway. Yeah. I should have milked that silence yeah, a little okay. bit more, but... Uh, Sorry. Conspicuous by his absence <clears throat> is Joe. Um, Joe is uh, actually... So we have the night off from rehearsal for Swe- from Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, presented by Cirilla Summer Theater, August uh, 3rd, 4th, 5th, Chair 10th, built by and 11th. Perhaps me. Uh, L.P. Wilson Community Center, Windsor, Connecticut. Uh, tickets are $15, general admission $12 um, for seniors and children under 12 who really should not come to see Sweeney Todd. Now, that'll be great. They uh, won't have nightmares at all. It is directed by yours truly and... Uh, Jack of all trades, uh, Gonzo's heavily involved. Uh, there he uh, is. I hit the mic. Yeah, no, it's, it's still good though. It's huh. still good. I'll add mine. Yeah, it's a, here. Just a little sip. There are carbs in it. That's but okay. I mean, it's, it's a little, very it's a little mild. Sip. Right. Is that, is that got um? It's dragon. Um, it does yeah. have dragon fruit. It's so, almost like. Have you yeah, ever, a legitimate tea? Have you ever had a dragon, an actual dragon fruit before? No. It doesn't taste like anything. It's just effectively sweet. It looks cool, mm-hmm. but it's just sweet. So yeah, I mean that's that tastes like empty sweet with a bit of tea on it. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not horrible. I prefer my dad cook myself. Ugh. So just got that out of the way early. No, nice get it and early today. It's good stuff. Good stuff. I've also been sitting here staring at it like, when are we going to record? I want to drink my drink. Okay, sorry. But if I hadn't, if I cracked it earlier, you already opened yours. I, there would have been know. no mouth noises. Uh, there it is. That's the good stuff. Here, does this make you feel better? God damn it! Came I don't out. know. Does it? Yeah. Joe's not here. It's time for the birds. Yeah. And I just realized, what we can't, we can't do the news because we don't have Joe's sound bump. And uh, I haven't. Um... Okay, we'll just take that out. Oh, that <laughs> just goes on, doesn't <laughs> it? Oh yeah, no, I, dude. It, it's How a, long is that? It's a, it's over a minute. Oh, that's that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's that's a good length. I'm trying to remember. I wrote that for a. Um, for a, uh, a puppetry piece that we did once where I, I directed a show. I wrote and directed and performed in a show called Gamers with uh, Elmwood Productions. Mm-hmm. And it's about five puppets sitting around a table trying to play a role-playing game. And in one of the... so And they only ever play the game once in one episode. In one episode, so he's, he's STing the game. Mm-hmm. And you see real people playing the characters in like a, in like a, a forested setting. And that music's playing while they're doing it. That's oh. what I wrote it for originally. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Yep, I'll show I'll show them to you one day. They're not they're not half bad. Um, I do want to give a shout out. Um, I don't think any of them are listening, but um, I will give a shout out to uh, Elmwood Productions. Elmwood Productions is a um, is a uh, production house uh, out of Connecticut that um, I'm very fortunate to say that I spent 15 years with um, writing, directing. Uh, puppeteering their main their main jam is puppetry, uh, making a lot of bad comedy, a lot of fun stuff. Well, a couple of years ago they released a and I was in it actually um, a puppetry horror movie called Head. 
I, I remember yeah. seeing and, the stuff for the premiere. And it's done rather well. It's gone to a lot of festivals and things like that. And um, finally, with some wheeling and dealing, um, this uh, July 13th, Friday the 13th, um, Head will premiere on all digital platforms. So you'll see it on, it won't be like DVR, you, you won't, it won't be DVX anymore, you won't pay for it, like you'll be able to find it on Netflix, you'll mm. be able to find it on Hulu. So we're very excited, um, I'm very excited for John Bristol, who's the guy that really kind of, is the is the brainchild there, Johnny B. And um, Remember the time I came in to read? Yeah. And it, I just, the only accent I could do right then was German, because it was in the middle of producers. Right, no, I do remember that. Um, but yeah, so. I was supposed to be an old man, it just came out German. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, so there we go. So congratulations, guys. Um, yeah, real qu- it, w- it was in the uh, car- uh, the uh, carousel yeah. place. Yeah, that was cool. At, uh, at Gabe's studio. That's yeah. fun. I didn't touch so anything. That being said, we're there. So, Let the uh, record show I never touched anything. Indeed. So check them out. That's, so that's about all the news that I'm going to do today. Um, you know, so without... Did you hear about the uh, new Super Smash coming up? I did. The only character I care about is Ridley. Well, that's the only new character they've announced so uh, far. Incorrect. Really? They've uh, introduced. Hold on, I've got them here. There, there are a couple. There's four. Well, that was the big reveal at E3. Right. Was Ridley. Well, you know, there's a couple other ones that they that they they announced at E3 at that twenty at that twenty five minute freaking um, announcement film that I ended up watching. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. And people think this is goofy. There, there are. I have a. I've got a couple of very big um, gaps in my video game um, repertoire. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not played a Super Smash Brothers game since Millie, which is like one. Uh, yeah, it is the best right now. Yeah. Um, so that's old school GameCube. I have never played a Super Mario Kart game mm-hmm. in my life. Oh, but they're so fun. Oh no, I know they are. I've watched them play, but they're I've never. Yeah, game. yeah, I've never great actually played game. them before. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna go through the list right now. There's like a thousand of them, so fuck it. I don't yeah. Care. Um, I just saw Bayonetta was on that list though. Yeah, I, mean, I think Bayonetta was in the last one. Speaking of which, oh, uh, yeah. maybe as a DLC later on. I know down that the line. Daisy. Who is um, one of the who is yeah. uh, who is um, from Donkey Kong? Yeah, she's in it now. She wasn't in it before. She's one of the no. new ones. and uh, because there's a Daisy and a Ridley. Well, she's she's kind of funny. Yeah, but she's being a. Uh, it's it's like a twin, like um, yeah, like a know, clone, like like a like a, a Ken and Ryu type thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Where they've done that with a couple of characters so far, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's fun. It's I'm surprised they didn't have it sooner. I can't remember if. There was an alternate costume for Peach that almost made her look like Daisy, but she was a trophy for a while, too, yeah. where you could see the terrifying third eye in the back of her head. <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure that was Daisy. Um, if you went into like the trophy room in, I can't remember if it was in Melee or Brawl or both, mm-hmm. and you zoomed in the camera, you could clip through her hair, and there was... There it is. Uh, yeah, and it's just because there was... I, they just how they wrapped the texture. But it's just still it's it's creepy as shit though. It's it just because it wrapped the texture yeah. that way. Um, so when you zoomed all the way in, you could see that third eye in the back of her head. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. All right. Um, so, so I guess that's my news. No, that's awesome. Dun, 
And that's not quite the same uh. without Joe doing it. Um, so with Joe not here and, um, you know, people uh, are interested in us talking a little bit more about uh, toxic fandom. That was yep. a very that was a very heavily downloaded show. Apparently, when Joe's not here, all we can do is sit and complain about the Utes. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, is that how that's pronounced? Utes. That's how I pronounce it. All right. Okay. Um, and what set me off, and we kind of talked about it a little bit um, on like not last show, the show before. I don't remember which one it is. It was the one where specifically you said you weren't going into the rant that day. Yeah. Um, I want to go a little bit more into the. Um, you know, it's old news now, but the Kelly Marie trans situation. Um, and, I mean, I could talk about Star Wars hate. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did. And and will, again, I suppose. Um, guys, we're not really working on a format here um, in that Gonzo and I don't have a list of stuff that we're going to talk about. So if we do cover some previously covered ground, please forgive us, but we've got a pretty good idea what we talked about. Yeah, like this time I'm not going to touch Joker Harley. Cause yeah. I know I covered that extensively. And I'm not going to get too into Star Wars, but yeah. I am going to talk about how... Because um, we also kind of did a bit of that in, in our solo episode as well. We did. What really bothers me is the point, is is the 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 fact that these ladies, because it happened with Daisy Ridley, you know, it's happened with people, feel like they get it so bad that it's the point where they just leave social media. Mm. And um, I don't know. I, I just I, I don't think it's fair. I think these people deserve the ability to uh, share cat photos, you know, as much as anybody else. Um, you know, I guess I won't get into this too much. It's just I, I just it's more than just hatred. It's this misogyny. It's the you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it, and I've said this before. I get it. White over 40 guys, I get it. White over 30 guys, white over 20 guys even. I get it. For years, for years, the genre, genre, your science fiction, your fantasy, your, your anything that... You know, that popular culture now refers to as geek culture. And, you know, that's a term that we're all guilty of using and have used and do use. Um, I understand for for years and years and years it was yours. And not only were you quote-unquote persecuted for liking it, which you really weren't that much, but maybe you were made fun of a little bit. Or maybe maybe you were made Maybe you got the shit kicked out of you every day because you read the X-Men. Sure. So in your minds, you bled for it. Mm-hmm. You know, you bled for it. You you fought for it. And now you have everything you have ever wanted. And you don't feel special anymore. Because people don't need to fight and die for it. People don't need to struggle and suffer for it. So you feel like you have a right to suck, and you don't. Um, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. All the girls that you think are fake geeks, those girls have always been geeks. 
they've been hiding it longer than you have because while it's while while it became socially acceptable for guys to watch you know play video games and watch geeky movies and stuff like that it wasn't socially acceptable for girls to do that until much later so they're not encroaching on your they're, just they're, like equal wages yeah th- yeah no shit they're not getting in on your hot take yeah well done they're not getting in on your Kool-Aid it was always their Kool-Aid as well but now they're just publicly out about it um God, I bet she only has like thirty years of back issues of comics. What a fake geek! I. It just keeps reminding me of, and this is just because this is the, sorry, this is the headspace that I'm in because of my growing up and my culture and stuff like that. It keeps reminding me of the metal culture. So, when I was a kid, I liked heavy metal music Mm -hmm. i still like heavy metal music and i like all kinds of music and i used to get shit from my stepbrothers for liking stuff that wasn't metal um they gave me shit because i liked the beatles they gave me shit because i liked i don't know i think i think i think i think at one point john lennon's head exploded how much more metal could you get and it wasn't his head (laughs) and it wasn't his head he he got shot in the back um but he uh, you know he was killed by a sweaty nerd that liked catcher in the rye how fucking metal could he get Okay. Um, I don't know that any of that has anything to do with anything. But no, but it's still funny as hell to yeah, say. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I liked Billy Joel. I think I liked Prince and stuff like that. So I used to get shit because I John also Lennon liked... ruined the Plastic Ono band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love you. Um, <laughs> but there's a culture within... To be fair, I think I stole that from The Simpsons. I think you did too. Um, there's a culture within 80s metal fans of a certain age. A, um, if you said you liked metal and then people asked you what you liked and what you liked was even remotely, quote, commercial, you were mm-hmm. just a fucking poser. Mm-hmm. Or if you got in on it late, it's like, oh, I don't know, um, the Motley, the, the new Motley Crue album's really popular now. It's got you know it's got singles on the radio. Oh, I never listened to Motley Crue before. I like this album. I'm gonna go back and buy all the back the back stuff. And now I'm a Motley Crue fan. Well, you're not a real Motley Crue fan. You're a fucking poser. And thus metal begat goth, and thus goth begat steampunk. Yeah, but goths were all like that about everything. The whole thing about goth is I'm unhappy. <laughs> it's just, and I'm going to revel in my unhappiness. Um, but I mean, even in goth, of which I was a part of, um, there was an elite elitism to it. Now I was separate from that elitism because of the the goth the gothic aesthetic that I chose. Um, I didn't. I wasn't a romantic goth. Um, I was a four-button European-cut power suit, black hair, big, you know, heavy eyes, very severe European, and you know, Kraftwerk-looking motherfucker. And usually, that was uh, I, I, I never got shit for it, mostly because I was crisp. So, um, you know, and I listened to all kinds of music, you know, I don't know, and. 
my 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 esoteric knowledge of you know like industrial and grindcore and stuff like that you know before they were called those things when it was just industrial music was you know was i guess acceptable enough amongst the uh the goth community in 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 my region <laughs> so and yet you know you could always tell them that you loved little david bowie as well and they would be like oh you're so romantic so you know oh have you heard about that jim williams he loves David Bowie. <laughs> he loves David Bowie, yeah. But he looks so sharp in his suit, yeah? <laughs> I look at him. Now is the time that we dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm after Simon Sion. I'm as happy as a little girl. And it's because just industrial goth always is German in yep. my head. Yep. Oh, I, always. Y- yes. Well, it always is. Yeah. Anyway, but... Um, hey. uh, welcome to East Germany's <laughs> most disturbing home videos. Entry number one, fat man dancing round sprinkler. <laughs> Would you like to touch my monkey? Would you touch it, feel it, experience it? Yes, I'm ripping off Mike Myers. It's back when he was funny. I'm sorry. Um, Sprockets. It's a good train. Get on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> tangent number one. <laughs> well done. It um, wasn't even that bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. I, I tend to keep mostly on topic when Joe's not here. <laughs> yeah, I just like to fuck with him. No, that's fine. Um, but all fandom has gotten like that, and mm-hmm. you know we talked a lot about gatekeeper culture, and you know we have become everything that we strove against. You know, um, because all we ever wanted secretly was acceptance. You know, all I ever wanted was a girl to like me. Now girls like the things you like, and now you hate the girls? Now girls are involved in the things you're involved in, so you hate the girls? Like, the majority <laughs> of the stuff, like this girl, like this this poor girl, this mm, Kelly Marie Tran. geeks like geeks. Well, I know. But, like, Kelly Marie Tran, who, again, I you know, I liked The Last Jedi yeah. very much. Yeah. And I liked her very much. Um, and while I can understand some people's complaints about listen, it, I still think they're wrong. I, no, and you know what? You cannot like a movie. Yeah. It's okay to not like a movie. I don't like every movie that comes out. I don't like every Star Wars movie that comes out. Um, I still go see them all opening night because, hey, that's what I do. That's how I roll. I'm I a fan. I, I think I said it on the solo podcast, right? Yeah. Or I may have just said it to you. Anyway, no, I definitely said it on the solo podcast, which is, and I paid my own adult hardworking money that I made to go see the 3D IMAX re-release of Episode One when I was far outside of the target age, when I had when I had already seen and rewatched it mm-hmm. and knew how bad it was. I still gave them my money. Sure you did, and I'm gonna keep giving them my money. And you should keep giving them your money. But, like, I only saw the IMAX 3D re-release once and never again. And, like, I only saw the 3D uh, animated Clone Wars movie in theaters the once. Uh Uh-oh, what happened I felt it coming. You just clicked too many times, I think. I did. Sorry. Like, I gave them my money. You did. And I will give them my money. And if I don't like it, I will only give them my money the one time. There you go. Okay. We feel better? A little better. Okay. Um, Kelly Marie Train. No, it, it's just... Y- you were on that before I jumped in about 
my stuff. Why do you? Why do these people? Why do they take true satisfaction in trying to trample somebody? Like I, I mean, is it? I mean, I, well, I, you know, the answer, the easy answer is, I had fun once. It was horrible. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's because they're they're they they're not happy with their lives, and the only way that feel good is by running other people down. Believe me. And, you know, I can be an old person going, it's the internet's fault, but it, it's it's the anonymity of the internet. It, it is, it in many ways, is the ability for people to talk shit without any consequence. MAGA. Um, I go back to the movie Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back quite a bit, and mm-hmm. um, one of my favorite parts of that movie is um, Jay and Silent Bob go back to everyone that posted bad comments on moviepoopshoot.com about the Jay and Silent Bob movie and personally beat the living shit out of each one of them. I I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. I would love to see like Kelly Marie Tran show up to someone's door and just pistol whip the motherfucker until he shits himself. You know, I, I just... it. And you know what? None of our listeners... At least I hope none of our listeners are those people. So I know I'm preaching to the converted. If you are, you know, if you're an internet troll, and it's one thing to be like a pain in the ass internet troll, like, you know, it's like, you know, get on the Ain't It Cool fucking site and just troll people because they're reading Ain't It Cool news because give me a fucking break. But but if you're going to go out of your way to actually like try to make someone's life a living hell and be beyond harassing... This is an opportunity to stop. Like, just stop. Be like, okay, you had your fun. You're done. Be ashamed that you did it and never tell anybody again and just kind of stop. If you think I'm wrong, unsubscribe. I, 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 but not until you rate us five stars. No, you know what? No, g- give me a one-star rating. Say Jim's a sanctimonious asshole because he thinks that I shouldn't troll people on the internet. Go ahead. I don't My fear is that this is a boring subject yeah you know i that's my fear is that you know because we're not saying anything that hasn't already been said so do you want to talk about specific fandoms like are there specific things you want to talk about i could piss and moan about a couple um things and oh by the way i do have a piece of news yeah i forgot to can i interrupt all right okay couch crouches is now on spotify um so go on spotify and just put in couch crouches and you will find it on spotify i'm sorry i I forgot to say that um and we'll be on google podcasts if we're not already i think we actually are um oh yeah i think we actually are so we're 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 getting out there so sorry about that all right right. that is good news i think so But yeah, I could piss and moan about a couple things, because um, that's what I do. Yeah, please do. I love that. Uh, have you heard about the bullshit surrounding How to Train Your Dragon? No. So, you've, have you seen the movies? I've seen the first one. It's a great movie. I like that movie. It's a wonderful movie. Yeah, it's a cute movie. Um, a cute movie. So, apparently, there's another movie coming out. Yes. Right? And in the trailers... Apparently, they're introducing a sort of a uh, love interest for Toothless, which... Like a girl dragon? Yes. But that's the problem, Jim. What's the problem? It's a girl dragon. Okay. It's a white girl dragon. Okay. 
the internet has lit up about this. Okay. And to be fair, when I say the internet, I mean mostly those parts of Tumblr. Oh, Jesus. You know, that's just what happens. I'm sure those parts of Reddit have lit up, too. Oh, I don't doubt it. It's just a lot of those parts of Reddit also consist of reposting screenshots from those parts of Tumblr. I see. So, uh, yeah, people are just losing their mind over the fact that it's going to be a cisgendered love interest when they're totally ignoring the fact that the uh, blacksmith that he w- that Hiccup works for is pretty much openly gay um, and ignoring the fact that the whole purpose is that like the species that Toothless is is like really endangered and you know how you don't make more of a species so just like also it's a fucking movie well you know not only that and here's the thing that bothers me is that um i am all for representation and now 100 and so are you to to be fair i think that Perhaps the whole reason that this started uh, gaining steam was because it was immediately following the uh, can't remember the name of the movie right now, but the is following the trailers for the Freddie Mercury for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. So you know, people were already going off yeah, because of the the apparent uh, just the, you know the gay washing, yeah. the gay washing that was happening. Yeah. So I think that perhaps that could have yeah, but you know what rolled. But you know what, that's bullshit, because that's two completely different audiences, two completely different types of movies. Yes, it is. Uh, you're not going to take your kids to go see Bohemian fucking Rhapsody. No, you're not. No, but you're going to take your kids to go see How to Train Your Fucking Dragon. It's not Anyone the kids else? who are getting upset yeah, about but of How course to it's Train not, Your Dragon. Here's my point. But here's my point. It's the same people who were sitting there going. Oh, when Incredibles 2 comes out, I better not see any kids in that theater. That movie's for me. Yeah, well, fuck those people. And those are the people that fucking troll Kelly Marie Tran on the fucking internet. Um, But no, I I am all for representation. Um, There have been opportunities for representation that have been um, eliminated that have bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the like one of the big ones was um, straight up. Not only was it written, but scenes were somewhat f- scenes were filmed. Um, there were some gay characters in fucking Black Black Panther. Mm-hmm. There were some gay homosexual characters, and those characters are in the movie. But their their queerness has been completely eliminated by scenes, and that, you know what? It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. I you know. The rationale is indeed suspect. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's well, somewhere yeah, where that can happen. They're, they're always going to say, oh, it just didn't fit the flow of this story. Right. And, you know, that's bullshit. And that's yeah. fine. That's bullshit. You know, and people, you know, and the people are getting more and more called out on that. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's good that they're getting Th- called that out. That is good. But you can't get pissed every time a, not every creation is an opportunity for someone to be represented not every person gets represented in every character and if i write a story where i want there to be a girl dragon because in my story my dragon is cisgendered there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm not wrong for writing cisgendered characters, you know, and and what you're doing when you do this. It feels like people use the term straight washing inappropriately. Oh, and in, this, in isn't this, straight, because, this isn't because straight, straight washing. washing would be taking a gay character gay and making him and they pull it yeah. out. Right. Yeah. That is legit. And that is bullshit. Yeah. And that is bullshit. But I'm you can't give someone shit when they write a cisgender character. Yes, there should be more there should be more queer characters yeah. in things. Yes. But that doesn't mean that every time a new character comes out if they're not queer or if they're not representing something that that is automatically a bad thing. Yeah. No, there should be more representation. When you bitch about every single little thing like that, when you bitch about the dragon in How to Train Your Motherfucking Dragon, all you're doing is going out of your way to to piss somebody off. And that's the problem. And and me, it, I'm not, you know, I, I, it's not going to affect my view of the LGBT community. First of all, because I know that these people are not necessarily, these people bitching are not representative of the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, a, a, they're a, a barely vocal minority because Tumblr ain't that vocal. Like, you got to be there yeah. already. Yeah. Um, but what if you got a person that's kind of on the fence? And they see this shit, and it's like, well, they shouldn't be on the fence. They're wrong. Yeah, but if you're not helping them, <laughs> you know, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like, the, it, just like any level of, it's almost militism, mm-hmm. militantism. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about how that doesn't solve a problem. So I don't know. It, it's it's just it can I don't know. I, I just it it's um, it's annoying. It's annoying, and I feel like it's counterintuitive to what you're trying to do. So, I'm just gonna look something up real quick. Are you now? Yes. Okay. Because I have another thing that this rolls really nicely into. Oh, good. Okay. That I just need to fact check really quick. All right. So, meanwhile, um, uh, we'll just. Um, I mean, of course, we could always just cut the silence out. No, just do this. Yeah. Are you not? No, no. We'll we'll do this one instead. Hold on. Ah, yeah. Or we can pretend it's Christmas. It's Christmas now. Hit it. Oh, where is it? Two, three, four, and there it is. That's really the only difference between these two tracks. All right, here we go. I actually found uh, a news article about it. News? <laughs> yes. This kind of counts as news segment. I told you. I told you we should have clipped that from him and not made him do it every time but whatever Shut i got up, my Manzo. own news because so you know the uh netflix voltron right 
I do, and I don't like certain aspects of it. Ah. I don't like the fact that Prince Lotor is a good guy. That's what makes me angry. That's what makes me angry. I don't have access to the button to make it say nerds at you, but I'm thinking it. You can almost hear my thoughts if you listen close enough. Ugh. I can't. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. But Pr- Prince Lotor is evil. But you know of this, right? I'm sorry. For a minute, I think I, I thought Jacqueline came in. <laughs> her, her theme song started playing. So, um, had you heard about this? Which one? A fan blackmails studio to make a gay ship canon on the show. Now, you, you're you're familiar with the term ship to ship someone. It's to uh, put them in a head canon relationship. So it's, it's shortened to ship. So when you ship two characters, yes, but you're, you're hold saying... Hold on, hold on. Can we stop for a second? Yes. Can you explain to me the term headcanon? I've heard this a million times. Can you explain it to me? Make sure I understand it correctly. So headcanon is how you choose to believe a thing actually is if it's not explicitly shown. Thank you. That's what I thought. So continue. So so there, you're, so you're taking a, a character, a headcanon, a character in the, in the show... And you're putting them in a relationship, and that's shipping? Yes. I'm old. It's okay. I yes. know. Uh, so, you know, people like to... Give me an example. People like to ship, I don't know, let's say, uh, just off the top of my head, let's say people like to ship Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy. I thought, that was, like, I thought that was like slash fic. Well, yeah, but they write those fics because that they're, they're shipping them when they write that. Whatever. They're they're putting them in a relationship. Uh, no, I understand. Wh- whatever. Um, and it's it's used a lot in fan fiction and yeah. erotic fan fiction. Sure. And absolutely, it is. Just in general online discussions, you talk about you know OTP one true pairing. Uh no, I get it. Wh- which is mm-hmm. when you're kind of being like, oh, these two characters are totally meant for each yeah, other. Kirk this and is Spock. I know. Yep. They are the yep. one true pairing. Yeah. And then when the author puts them in a different relationship you can get really upset and offended because no author who created these characters and who writes their motivations and reasons and for living... And that belongs to and that your input means nothing. You are completely oh, wrong. I hate all of you people. Just go and die now. Harry should have been with Hermione. First of all, Harry should have been well, with yeah. Hermione. Okay? And JK has said But that you know what? I'm over too, it. But and like, you know what? You know what I personally think? I think you keep that story going long enough, Harry and Hermione have an affair. Because oh, I no, guarantee no, no, you, it's, hold on, I guarantee you, you're how I met your mothering over here. I guarantee you that Hermione and Ron get divorced. Whether or not she ends up with anybody else, I, I feel like Ron and Hermione get divorced. Here's why. Hold on. What is your headcanon, Jim? I f- okay, I get it now. I feel like Ron and Hermione eventually get divorced because Hermione is this gifted wizard and and she's successful and she does all these wonderful things and Ron is Ron. So who do, do I you, need to explain? So that who do you ship Hermione with? Can't be Cedric Diggory. He's dead. Hufflepuff pride. Um, I'm a Hufflepuff. I don't know. I think I think um, the listeners know I'm a Hufflepuff, right? Yep. Um, Jeannie is a, a not Jeannie. Um, Ginny is a was a popular Quidditch player at one point mm-hmm. you know, in her career. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been secretly for years been having an affair with um, one of the, the with with her blocker, and um, 
who is you know uh, you know we'll say it was some kind of like large husky woman you know um and harry finally finds out and they break up and harry and hermione end up together oh okay good good you you're I, I grasp- can do this i can do this you, you start to grasp how this works okay but thank now you. thank you thank you if uh that didn't happen would you resort to blackmail no because apparently a voltron legendary defender fan is taking shipping to the next level by resorting to blackmail and putting a studio and people's jobs in jeopardy oh demanding that the animated series make a popular fandom ship called clance which features Keith and Lance in a gay relationship. You see, when you ship, you tend to also combine their names. That would be why Katniss and Peta are penis when you put them <laughs> together. There's a popular fa- a popular fan theory. They're not Katna. No, a popular fan theory is that's the reason that they're named that way. So that if you were to write fiction about them, you would have to be saying that you're shipping penis. I don't think it's true. It's just fun. No, but that is funny. Continue. But you see... So somebody wants Keith and Lance to hook up. Yeah, and they want it to be official on the show. Or what? A Twitter user has threatened to leave the unauthorized pictures of confidential storyboards, artwork, and character designs from the TV show up if his demands are not met. That's some shit. Um, so, let's see. Uh... Following a tour of Studio Mir, a fan released pics, pics that were retweeted and shared across social media, including Twitter and Tumblr, leaving the studio open to lawsuits from DreamWorks if they can't get all of them down. Most fans who shared pics have deleted them, except for Clance14 on Twitter. And um, he, has, he has written a post saying, Hi, make Clance canon, and then I'll take them down from my Tumblr. Uh, blogs not dedicated to Voltron also have leaks. Uh, also have the leaks. I um, what what site is this from? This is from Sci-Fi Wire. Okay, so Sci-Fi.com. Um, yes. that I, I, I'm going to say that that's not how um the law works. You know, um, they may. I don't think DreamWorks is going to sue them. There might be action of some sort. The the illegal action or the sue worthy thing may have been letting a person into the studio. You know, I don't know if that person was an official guest or something like that. And that's how they, they got in the studio in the first place. Um, but DreamWorks can cease and desist that stuff and sue the poster. Hmm. Um, again, the internet is not an anonymity blanket, especially in something like Tumblr, like something like Tumblr or something like Facebook or something like Twitter that are not public People seem to think that these are public utilities. Like, it's you know, like Facebook. Well, you know, um, I you can't, you know, you can't block my right to say this, Facebook. Well, of course I can. It's a private company. I can, you know, I, I just, people are so stupid. I mean, that's ridiculous and that's hysterical. And I think that's really funny. No and doubt. I love yet. it. No, no, doubt no yet. I just pressed the button. Sorry. So uh, a lot of fans are now apparently... Well, this this is now turned into slightly an editorial piece. I oh, well, I will sit back. It goes, I, it's ju- it's really just the last uh, last thing, and they don't cite any evidence. Mm-hmm. But they say that apparently a lot of fans are now resorting to extremely toxic behavior by threatening writers, showrunners, and actors, as well as other fans, to try and get what they want, and that's totally not cool. 
It's their words, not mine. You know what the best... Which, you know what? Never works. You know what the best version of that is? The original. The best depiction of that happening is still the original. You ever read or seen the movie Misery? Are you familiar with the premise? I think so. Okay, so Misery is a book by Stephen King. Yeah, that one. That one. That one. I know this with, one. With 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 uh, James Caan and why can't I think of her name? Why can't I think of her name? She's a, she's an incredible. Kathy Bates. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Um, where she kidnaps the author because uh, the author mm-hmm. kills off her. You know, the, his his main character in in his romance novels. Or his mystery novels, mm-hmm. and she kidnaps him and makes him bring her back to bring him bring her back to life. Yeah, it's you know, that's the but, one. But you where, see, where, where you get a lot of those tropey images of the author getting his legs broken. Yep, right? and that's exactly and, and where that's, that's from. Up. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? At least that character mm-hmm. had the balls to actually go and kidnap the author. Didn't sit from the internet and try to go. I'm going to blackmail you. But so, um, so. The, there are only three comments on this article right here. Yes. Um, there might be more replies, but I'm not going into them. Three parent-level comments that I see. And these are actually really good comments that I think uh, you know, resonate well with what we're talking about here. So it's... Uh, the top one, this is ridiculous. I'm a big shipper of clans, but this is just crossing the line. By doing this, the guy has threatened the jobs of people in the studio, enraged and disgusted fans, giving Clance shippers a bad name and destroying any chance of it actually becoming canon by the creator's free will. Okay, you kind of got off topic there, Ollie Loves Rainbows, but um, <laughs> that that's the no, name he's I, posted I, with. I understand. I just think it's a funny name. But it ends with, I can't believe this fandom. And you hear things like that a lot, and it's echoed farther down here. You know, I ship Clance, but this crosses a line. This isn't how you repay the time and effort that they do. Look, I love Clance, but I never blackmail or have leaks. So it's canon that just crosses the line. If the ship doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You're not going to die. So this is, I th- I think that's a fairly, imp- no, I don't want to grow my career random headhunter emailing me um i'm actually really happy where i am right now Excellent. july 16th full we time ha- we have a date now mazel tov congratulations so, um, so you know you you have a lot of these the these really toxic people who think they're doing it and everyone's behind them but you see things like this where it's no no i also enjoy the 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 fake relationship that I've built up in my head between these two fictional characters, but dude, calm down. You know, and I'm gonna get burned for this. What this level of entitlement? Okay. Mm-hmm. I want something because I want it, and this is what I want, and I'm you know, you're you know. If you, you, I don't care if you don't want it, you're gonna have to deal with it because I'm right, you're wrong. I'm, you know, do you want to know who does that? Who, um, I don't know, like the Trump administration, um, the right wing, the religious right. Um, no, it's different because um, I want gay characters, terrorists. What you're doing, what you people are doing, what you are doing, 
are the same thing that these other people are doing. They just like a different book than you do. Okay? And you're both equally wrong. Okay? You are both equally wrong. Yes, the difference is scale. But in this case, you're starting to affect people's jobs and lives. You're escalating. Mm -hmm. It's getting bigger. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, I don't know, man. Um, can't you just like what you like? Like, what the hell is that? What? And what is what is what someone else like? How does that affect what you like? Like, I don't. I, I, not as um, constructive. Yeah. A, a, an episode, but I still think. And uh, what, are you get ready for for fan mail there, or were you just we, bringing it up? No, no. How long have we been going? I mean, we're we're uh, about to hit the forty-five minute mark. Huh. So we can keep going. I'm not trying to get to, to get off of it. I'm just. Um, All right, this chair is the one that's kind of busted. Yeah, there I go. I just popped it back. He's got to go. That's fine. Um, so it's like. I just don't know how it got this bad. Like, I don't know how yeah. it got this bad. And it, it just, it baffles me. It really baffles me that. that I mean, like, guys, there's, there's, just go Google rule, th well, if you're over 18, go Google rule 34. Find those websites. Go to, like, Dan Boru or Gelboru or specifically, like, the rule 32 or rule 34 website. I don't I, know what you're talking about. So rule 34. Do I have to look this up while no, you're talking? No, I, I, it's porn. It involves porn. So uh, I like rule porn. 34 is one of the quote-unquote rules of the internet. And it posits that if something exists, so too does porn. Oh, there is porn of everything somewhere. Yes, I've heard that before, yes. So, um... So you go and... Dude, it's legit. It's in Wikipedia. <laughs> and they're all off of... You know, they all go to... They're all based off this uh, same sort of Boru image board format. Okay. Um, and it's just... You type in a character's name and, oh, look. All of this art that people have drawn of this porn. So you, you, just, you just type a character in. Yeah, if you really wanted to. Okay, I want to. Who am I typing in? Um, I don't know. Uh... Are you thinking Eastern or Western character? So Western. I, 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 I have no... So I think that one might desire be... Desire for Eastern characters. Or you could go to... Here, let me... I'm not going to say the website out loud and everything. Just Google it if you want. But... Uh, how did I get a six and a two in there? I don't because you leaned on it. Is there supposed to be a, a space between the two? No. Oh, it's because your numlock is not on. And I always type with the numpad. There it is. There you go. Okay. There. That's what I wanted. Okay. We are, uh, we're, yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are podcast professionals. We are, I'm currently looking at a, at, a, at a visual medium. Yeah, well, I did this on like one of our first ones, too. You remember you? when I was trying no. to find pictures of Harley Quinn's butthole? Oh, Jesus, were you? Yeah. Oh, God, that was a long time ago. That was like All our right, first episode. So I can do episode. anything. Yeah, just uh, pick a character. Um. And it's tagged it there if you, or you, it'll suggest some as you start to start to type I don't know why I thought of that but that's right. there's 394 images of her on this website of Wilma Flintstone yeah so uh, 
Ignore the ads. On I will. Top. But I will. yeah, here's all of your Wilma Flintstone porn, including hyperbreast distension. There she's apparently having sex with one of the Simpsons. Interesting. This is a thing that exists. This is a thing that exists. And that's the, the Boru sort of format where it's okay. all tagged like that. Um, but so like... I'm just going to keep doing this while you're talking. It's just if, if that's what you're into, then you don't really need the artists to make it canon, I guess. But I, mean, I, also, I also feel like they're really hurting their own... Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm looking up some shit right now. I mean, like, why do you have to even... This is old school putting heads on fucking yeah. naked body stuff, too. Like, there's yeah, some good stuff that's here. That's you looked up a real person. Yeah. So you're going to get all this art, and then you're going to get some of that old school fakes. Look at that. That's a lot of fun. Um, okay, I'm also. I don't know why you don't have an ad blocker, but... I do actually have an ad blocker? Apparently it just doesn't work on this site right now, because that's... I wouldn't click on that play now adult game if I were you. Oh, I don't intend I to. I feel like that's viruses. Um, I mean, though I it does promise that you will also come. <laughs> I don't know. Do I do I have an ad blocker on? I, I, I actually probably have it turned off. Yeah, so I, um, I feel like they. Did. What did I do? Where'd I go? You're there. Oh, I just knocked you, the. Uh, yeah, I knocked the volume. Oh, yes, I know you've been there. Thing, yeah. and it's like. It just got super quiet in my ears. Yeah. Not even the background hiss of the fan above. Yeah. And I got really freaked out for a moment. It's you're hurting your own cause by 100%, going militant 100%. like this. Like, yep. you know, for all you know, the creators were going to work to that. I They're mean, sure as hell not going to now. Yeah, now you've you've given them an, a reason to actively steer away from it. I even. won't lie with the Voltron Legendary Defenders. Um, I haven't gotten through season three because I heard that Lotor becomes a good guy, and I just don't want to watch it. Yeah, that's fair. Did you hear about the... Uh, oh, this is so getting off a of toxic fandom, though. It Go for might, it. It might trigger Go us for it. Oh, yeah. to, to have our own toxic rants. Did you hear about the uh, new Thundercats remake that's coming out? I don't like it. You don't? Nope. Me neither. I don't like it. And the, the I do like the old Thundercats remake. Yeah, the... Uh, what was that? Early 2000s? Yeah, 2003. Yeah, yeah but... No one paid attention to it, so it disappeared. And unfortunately, kids are going to pay attention to this one because it's in the style of fucking everything that's coming out now. Um, that same sort of squat mm -hmm. and chubby and just big round eye style. You know, it'll never go out of style. What? What, what is that? What is that? What is it? Oh, no, not the beast. Not I the mean, beast. if we're being honest. I'm not sure that Nick Cage or the Wicker Man was ever in style. <laughs> um, though, like we pointed out in our movie roundup, he will be voicing Superman <sighs> in the in speaking of shitty remakes <laughs> of good things, the Teen Titans Go movie. So I finally I had never watched um, the Killing Joke mm -hmm. before. Oh, I still haven't seen the uh, the the movie. Meh. I heard that overall it was meh. Okay. Um I heard that outside of the the uh Batgirl story that kind of that was apparently slightly shoehorned in, it's fairly uh, faithful. Um they tacked the it they, they didn't really shoehorn it in as much as they just tacked it onto the beginning to give it like 35 I, 40 minutes and it was fine. And it makes sense to me why they would. Mm -hmm. and, and, and because because people who 
have never read The Killing Joke before mm-hmm. or who have but you know didn't read all the comics they only picked it up because this is the one that yeah, everybody talks about they're not really going to understand why it's so significant that Barbara Gordon just got shot like yeah. who's she's Commissioner Gordon's daughter why is this a big deal yeah. so they have to give you the hey also she's Batgirl well and you know they also the, she's back and then that's kind of you know I'll give you a spoiler you know the, the very beginning you know, the first 35 minutes it's, it's mostly centered on her being Batgirl and at one point, she does sleep with Batman mm-hmm. on top of a building. Um, and then she, then the entirety of the killing joke happens, unchanged. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it was a very faithful recreation. Story-wise, story-wise it was. Um, y- you, can't ani- you can't animate the Brian no, Boland look. But um, also still... I, yeah, and then and then it the ends. reason I'm psyched for it is because it's Mark Hamill again. Yeah, um, I, I we that's we can watch it. And yeah. we can review it. Um, there I have certain issues. Not a big deal. And then at the end, there's like a, a tag at the end with her wheeling herself into the her secret room and doing Oracle shit. Yeah. All right, so, so it, yeah, it encapsulates right. it in, well. in the uh, comic book. Story. But I always got really pissed off at people that are like, you know, well. You know, it was just gratuitous. There was no need to actually shoot her. It's like you know, it's misogynistic that yeah, they did that. It's like no, no, it, it didn't serve the story. You didn't read the story then. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm okay with uh, getting. I I bumped it again. Yeah. So um, uh, um I, I'm okay with this right now. I know I said that I wasn't going to talk much um, about Joker. No, it, it's it it it's so integral to the story that this happens because I've had this conversation with people. A bunch. And they don't get the point. Okay, so... Oh, I'm sorry. Do you feel fucked up watching and reading that? Good. That's why it happens. I mean... I you, mean, it was... He was does Alan it. Moore, did he write... Huh? Was it Alan Moore wrote? Or was it... Um, I think it was... Uh, was it Alan Moore? I know it... I know it's definitely during that time that Alan Moore was in the middle of making everything grimdark. <laughs> Grim. I love they? that. Yeah, it's Alan Moore and Brian Boland. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but you know, it's but, like, but yeah, he, but but it did serve the story. It didn't just serve the no, reader. It, it's not I just mean, the point was. He's the Joker. Yeah. Okay. He does fucked up stuff. He Shit. shot her. His first appearance in any of it, he killed. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. He shot her with the purpose of taking the photos to help drive Commissioner Gordon mad. Yeah. The whole point was, hey, normal guy, all it takes is one bad day to make you just like me. Yeah. And the fact is, the fact is, he was wrong. Which is, I mean, it's a very powerful thing in in the story-wise as well, too, because that's Bruce's whole thing, too, is one really bad day. Yep made him who he is the opposite side right and so it's and yet it didn't it didn't happen yeah with with i mean i I think that's why that story ends with batman finally laughing i agree one of joker's jokes because it's like oh the normal guy here commissioner gordon had a really bad thing what just happened to him i mean in, in in the new 52 uh his wife gets shot Dead. I, I don't fucking read 
comic books anymore as much as I used to. So she gets shot dead by the Joker, and and uh, Commissioner Gordon is going to going to uh, shoot the Joker, put him down, and Bruce goes, "No, no, you do it right." So which is Commissioner funny, Gordon which is... shoots Joker in the kneecaps, and the Joker sits there screaming for a bit before he realizes. I'll never walk again. Just like your daughter. <laughs> it's, it's like the normal guy, Commissioner Gordon, the normal guy, the well-adjusted guy has this bad shit happen and he doesn't turn into the Joker or Batman. Right. And I think that's why he laughs at the end of it because it's just, they're both fucked up. It's, it will, anyway, anyway. It's like, oh, it's so misogynistic. No, it's a story element. It's just very important to the plot. Yes, it's 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 twisted. It is the plot. It's twisted. It's the, yeah. The plot itself is fucked the yeah. fuck up. Yep. And it's supposed to be. You know, did art make you feel something? I'm sorry. Because. You know, whether or not you consider comic book art. Mm. And if you story, don't, you're an idiot. The story writing is just as much art as uh, anyone who wrote a novel. And Brian Bolin aside, comic book art is... Oh, it's spectacular. I mean. Yeah. So. All right. But this, I have like one more that I can kind of roll straight into. Is it Joker related? No, I'm sorry, that's, that's no, too close no, to no. Mike. It's not Joker related. Not okay. Joker related. Continue. Continue. Um, it is, however, tied very much into uh, the same sort of fan circles Go as the it. Voltron. Okay. And uh, it's also tied stylistically into the Thundercats remake that we just briefly touched on, Go which ahead. wasn't a toxic fandom because the thing's not out yet. Yeah. So true. there's not much toxicity mm -hmm. about it other than people which isn't toxic fandom what I'm no. about to say but people bitching both ways on it'll be fine it's for the kids and well no it's shit everything is shit. Yeah. Go ahead so, what's your th what's your thing? I'm interested now. You have piqued my curiosity. Have you heard about Steven Universe? Okay. I know for a fact that you haven't because so you said as much when I pointed I at it. I don't really know. I, I've seen Steven Universe, like the art and stuff like that, but I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's important for you to even feed me a premise. So, no. The, the premise itself... I'm is, old, is, I know. The premise itself isn't really integral to it. It, it becomes it later on. Well, uh, so it it starts let's, off. Let's do the Reader's Digest. Version. Starts off as a pretty happy-go-lucky kids show, okay. and I found the humor fairly enjoyable. And but it also it had a lot of the oh look, it's so random kind of humor. Okay, but as it progresses, it it gets actually pretty fucking deep. Does it? And it touches on a lot of really sensitive issues, okay. um, such as. Abusive relationships, homosexual relationships. So um, there are there are these characters in it who are crystal gems, and they're all named after and 
related to a gemstone in some way. Okay. So you get things like um, mm, I for, I forget if lapis was the fused form or one of the two that fuse, because they also have like fused gems. You know, like how garnet is, and this is, we're gonna come back to that name in a second. Okay. But so you know how like garnet as an actual gemstone is actually like an it's a form of a sapphire, I think. Is it? I don't know. But I'll, I'll I, I your believe word it for is. I'll take your word um, and so they they get into this, and so like what, what's the uh, what's the uh, the tox the toxicity yeah. um, comes from? <sighs> Excuse me, sorry. This is just one of your classical toxic fan bases where it. Part of it is they're so rabid about it mm -hmm. and how it's the greatest thing ever. And if you don't like it, you're wrong. Okay. So you have a lot of that there. Um, but you also have a lot of the cosplay toxicity as well. Oh, Jesus Christ. So this, this is sort of a poster child for it's a great, I, I enjoy the show. And, uh, gets very heavy and and actually deep for a child's show on Cartoon Network. You know? Yeah. But so um I'll I'll get you a picture of this character, Garnet. Okay. Um because it's it's important to the cosplay. Because if toxicity. I try if I try looking up Garnet, I'm gonna get, you know, Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah. Well that's because you got all them cookies. Probably. And it's they're tracking you. It's all right. I got nothing to hide. Okay, so... Uh, yes, so Garnet is a fusion who's voiced by this woman right here, Estelle. Okay. Right? And so that begins part of the, the, the problem oh, with cosplaying going. Garnet. So, so uh, I forget if on our Toxic Fandom one, I talked about how I had to have a conversation with one of my family members about, well, what if someone wants to cosplay Black Panther? And I said, okay. you know, what, what if someone white wants to cosplay Black Panther? Okay, so what you do is you wear the suit and you cosplay the Black Panther. Yeah, but... What? But you can't do the makeup. No, that's blackface. That's bad. Oh, but. But why? You know, what if you wanted to cosplay the Hulk? That's green. That's fine. And and this is is the the cornerstone of this problem. So if you look at that first picture there, yes, you see, the character design. I am looking at the character right now. The character design is. You already see what the problem is going to be. I know exactly what it's going to be. But first off, I would like to point out that as Garnet, her skin is red. Okay. It, it just is. Okay. And it, it's by virtue of the character design. And, mm -hmm. and the entire premise of it is like, Amethyst is a purple character. Oh, oh no. You, you need to take that off of the screen there because that was a My Little Pony version of Garnet on DeviantArt because of course it is. Where else would that ever be? <laughs> oh. All right, so continue. You know, if you just keep clicking links on there, you, you're only like, 
you know the the Hitler game on uh, Wikipedia yes. where you start off on a random article and you see how many clicks you get to Hitler? Mm-hmm. If you're starting off on My Little Pony version of Garnet, um, you're probably only about five clicks away from Sonic the Hedgehog sucking his own dick. <laughs> I'm all set. Uh, yeah. So, hello, DeviantArt. <laughs> um, so, so like the the character of Amethyst, her skin is purple. Mm-hmm. Pearl is Joker white, you know, and sapphire's blue. Ruby is red. Garnet is that sort of purplish, and it is purplish deep red. But that's a problem due to what the character obviously has a hairstyle after an afro. Mm-hmm. And it's voiced by Estelle, mm-hmm. who is... An African-American woman. And the skin tone is just such that... She looks like a black lady. She looks like a black lady. Now, the question here is, can you cosplay that? Yeah, just don't, I say, just don't cosplay it as a black lady. I say, yes, as long as you're doing, like, you're not picking up a darker shade of foundation and trying to do that. As long as you're going and you're getting body paint and you're 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 painting yourself, the the actual like, I think it's a slippery slope. It is a very slippery slope. I think it's but a slippery slope because your point is is that it's not a black lady, it's somebody with red skin. And in fact, it's not just that she's actually two lesbians in an overcoat. Whatever. I mean, that that. So Ruby and Sapphire are two other female gems, mm-hmm. and they fuse, and they become Garnet. Like, she's a fusion. That's why she had three eyes when you saw the picture with her yeah. glasses off. Um, so the the joke is this she's actually two lesbians in an me. overcoat. Okay. It is pretty trippy, but again, they there's there's a whole lot in it about, I mean, the later story arcs completely revolve around the concept of genocide and and the ruling upper class who are the diamonds and other so, high ranking gems. I was about to, uh, I was about to get all like Jesus Christ, you know, cartoons have come a long way, you know, God, you know, but you know what? Like when I was a kid, there used to be some fucked up shit in cartoons yeah. as well. Um, dude, fucking, um, it was the stupidest thing in the face here. Fucking GI Joe. when they were, when, when Cobra decided to make Serpentor, mm-hmm. um, they were going to take, DNA from despots and tyrants from all over the world and it was straight up like a, a lesson on eugenics about yeah. taking the, the 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 desirable genes and mixing it, it was it was actually kind of funny um, so like yeah. a, I'm not maligning the show or even the fan base I'm just saying that there's the, that show in particular because it's so popular and because it's been running for uh, d- definitely at least a couple years, let's see. Uh, I just had Steven Universe up as a whole. So it started, and it it's, you know, hailed as... Started in 2013. So that's five years now. Yeah, the, f- the fifth season premiered May 2017. So... Uh, and Rebecca Sugar, who who tries and fights to get a lot of these really deep things in there, and eventually it gets turned around on her from time to time. But yeah, I mean, right now, yeah, you could read this this article 
about why apparently it's the worst to. fandom ever. Yeah, I'm not going but to. Whatever. That was someone cosplaying as a Yeah, no, I, I, I um, see. So it's just... So do you want to... Do you have a... a do you want to... Do you want to... Wrap this one tie up? Tie this off with a... No, like, like just tie this section off with a bow. Uh, or a tourniquet. It's or a blood knot. I understand that it's really hard to police yourselves in a fandom. Sure. Because you get so wrapped up. Well, you're passionate. You and, get and, so and wrapped it's, up in it. You care about it so much yeah. that you're part of the fandom to begin with. Mm-hmm. And groupthink is a horrible thing. It is. And these these fandoms, especially with, yeah, the internet. Yeah. Especially with the internet, you get locked into these forums and... You can specialize. You, you you find a subreddit for anything. <laughs> yeah. You find a Tumblr board for anything. You get locked into these echo chambers where it bounces back and forth, and you get worse and worse, and it gets harder to police yourselves. Indeed. But just, guys, take a step back. Take a step back and, and understand the differences between someone doing blackface, which is never okay, and someone... Painting themselves red, which has a whole other problem because well, you know, just leave it. Yeah, leave but, it. but someone who's cosplaying a character with a deliberately unnatural skin tone, and just just observe yourselves, guys. Yeah, take a look from the outside, from where we are. There are so many legitimate things in the world to be offended about. Stop looking for things to be offended about. Like there's 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 really bad stuff going out there, going on out there in the world. Look around. Um, you have more power for change, for changing important things than you think. Um, how you feel about an actress in Star Wars, circle gets the square yeah. going all the way around. Yeah. For all that time that you spend <laughs> harassing this person, destroying this person, or trying to blackmail a studio to you know, take these two characters and make them what you want them to be, you could be doing real good with that. And you could be doing real good from the internet with that. You could be looking at what's happening in the world and commentating on it. You could be writing your congressman. You could be um, helping out with a blog. You could be you know you passionate could, you could, about fandom. You could be creating your own work Or you of could art. be making your own. You could be creating your own content. Jesus, I mean, that's a lot of, I mean, yeah, we vomit up a lot of stuff. Be the change you want to see. Exactly. Or make the comic that you want to read. Yeah. You know. You know, share it with the other people that are thinking the way you do. You know, some of the best examples of Just of art, of artists, or of, you know, like filmmakers or bands or things like that, like, you know, and not even the good, not you know, sometimes not even good stuff. But like you talk, you know, you, you, know, you talk, you look at a famous band. And it's like, oh Jesus, how'd you guys get so good? Well, we made the band that we wished we could see when we were kids. Yeah. Or you look at a filmmaker, and the filmmaker says, well, you know what? Um, I always wanted to see this kind of thing, and I never saw it clerks. anywhere. So I went out. Clerks. So you talk about like Kevin clerks. Smith. You look at Kevin. Kev, Kevin what Smith. Was it? He wanted a movie where people talked like him and his friends. Yeah, he's did, like, right? he, he's like, he's like, yeah, like you know, no one's ever gonna take, no one's ever gonna make a movie where people talk about the things that my friends talk about in the way they talk about them. So I went out and he did it. And as it turns out, a lot of people talk that way. A lot yeah. of people think that way, and that's why this guy's been able to aggregate really 
some very clever scripts and not necessarily great movies. And I love all of Kevin's movies with the exception of a couple of them um, that are unwatchable, uh, which is not Tusk. It's a great movie. Get on it. It's disturbing as fuck. But um, like, l- look at Kevin Smith. He is such a nerd that he, I don't actually know, but I don't think, and he doesn't seem like he has ever really fallen into most of these toxic traps. No, he is, um, his thing, and people hate him for this, he's an avowed apologist. He really loves everything. He sees value in everything. But here's a man that could have, and given his gift, And when he was younger, he did. Has such... Yeah. But... Yeah. You we, can climb out of this and he hole certainly you're did. in. Yeah. You don't need to live in this toxic place and do these toxic things and and actively hurt the fandom that you're a part of by driving more people away. If you Again, don't, yeah. I'm telling you, I like Steven Universe and a lot of messages in it are great, but I totally understand if you walked into a convention and you saw this shit and you went, I am never watching that show. I'm never touching that. If this is what it turns people into, I'm not doing that. And you have made a, the correct moral choice as opposed to going, I'm just going to bitch about it and affecting no change whatsoever. But if you're like, no, I don't like this and this is why, and then, you know, who knows? Maybe you can... My ba- battery's running low on my laptop. Um, is that forcing us to wrap up? I... Th- Yes, yes, it is. So let's go ahead and go to letters. Okay, All right. that's fine. We can't get them if that. Di- well, uh, we, get, we can we, we get them off phones, my phone. But yeah, but we won't have the closing music without your laptop. It's true. We also won't have this music. Does that mean it's time for Doug? Time for Doug. For real this time. For real. All right, I'm just gonna rock out a bit. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you um, you know share our show and we get more subscribers, eventually Nickelodeon will come and give us a cease and desist order. And we can stop playing this. But we're not going to stop until they make Doug and Roger have sex. Oh. That's right. my one true pairing. Get out of here, Patty Mayonnaise. You're a condiment. <laughs> okay. So uh, Doug emails us at uh, couchcrouches at gmail.com. He says, uh, hey, gang, sorry about the questions last week. They were absolutely bogus. You weren't on the show. They were pretty fucking bogus. Yeah. He took a picture of a, of a question card from a restaurant and sent that to us. Uh, they were that absolutely does sound pretty bogus. Yeah, they were absolutely bogus. I feel like I okay, let... Okay, I missed it. Yeah, I feel like I let everybody down. Oh, Doug. Well, Doug, I would have been let down if I ever listened to yeah. us, but I hate the sound of my own voice. Let's try and rebound this week. So question number one, what musical do you think has had the biggest effect on culture as a whole? Jim, I'm going to pass to you first because yeah, I don't... a huge musical theater person. Um, what musical do I think has had the biggest effect on culture as a whole? Doug, I, I'm, I'm not going to answer that question, and I'll tell you why. I feel like there's an episode involved there. I feel like I need to get a couple of like hard-hitting theater fucking beyond nerds to have this conversation because there are so – and I, I'm, I, don't like no, I don't like giving a non-answer. There are so many acceptable answers to this question. Um, I will tell you – I can tell you which ones aren't. 
Rocky Horror is one. Rocky Horror is not. Rent is not. Hamilton is not. Um, although all three of those have an incredible amount of merit on their own. So, um, all right, let's move on. Yeah. Number two. Uh, what was your favorite fantasy series to read? Uh, I would have never found the King Killer Chronicles if I hadn't asked this question. Favorite fantasy series? Fantasy series. Oh. I'm going to, for myself, I'm going to get away from the Lord of the Rings, because the answer for me would be the Lord of the Rings, but I feel like that's yeah. too bullshit easy. Um, really good, um, pulpy, absolutely useless bullshit series, fun to read, uh, are the Drizzto Erden stuff uh, from Ari Salvatore. I thought you were going Conan. Those aren't a series. Be, no, even, even the Robert Howard books, with, with I mean, that's true pulp. Yeah. Well, that's that's what made um, me think it when you said pulp. I have, my brain just went. There. I have a bunch of them, and actually, you know, you talk about Conan. I guess those are series because they use the same character, but they all stand singularly yeah. alone, which is what I love. Um, those are all Conan the Barbarian. Um, beyond just the Robert Howard stuff, a, cu- a couple of authors have really had really taken up Conan stuff after he he after he killed himself. Um, Conan's good stuff too. Like, yeah, I mean, I. Yeah. What about you? I you don't didn't read. read much fantasy. Okay, what about science fiction? Um, as far as science fiction, uh series specifically. Um hmm. I I mean I'm I'm running into a lot of the same problems that you just mentioned with Conan, which is just technically they got the same characters in them. You just having too much fun with that. I am though, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll get you a soundboard eventually. All right, you want to move on to the next one? Um, then? Oh, you know, you got it. You got something. Uh, I mean, I I read the shit out of the Young Jedi Knight series when I you was, really liked when those, I, when I and that's fantasy. That's little. not science fiction. Like you uh, read the shit out of those. Yeah. We've so, talked about it. A bit. Yeah, extended universe, man. Yeah, that, like, that's where go. I started my love yeah, for go that. For it, and uh, I I think I told you. I don't know if I mentioned on this, and I didn't I didn't even know they made this. But for Christmas a couple years ago, my buddy got me a statue figurine mm-hmm. of Jaina Solo in, like, you the, know... Ha- the ha- I Kill Jedi armor? No, she's half wearing the X-Wing pilot oh, okay. flight suit. and Because she, she was the pilot one. She yeah. was the tech one. And, mm-hmm. and Jason, before he was the Sith one, was the animal-loving one. Right. And so I didn't know that they made. Oh, they make all kinds of that shit. One of those though, because like, it's just, it's from the EU and not not even part of the great EU. Right. You know, it's Young Jedi Knights and then the 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 Vong War. Yeah. Which that's enough of that. Doug's third question is lastly, what is your least favorite question to be asked in a job interview? Um, mine is um, what do you perceive are your weaknesses? There's no, no one has no one that. has ever been asked that question and not expected to lie. Yeah, I mean, what a bullshit question! That one end. Where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself making more money than either one of you fucking people. I probably had a better place to work. I, I mean, what? How do you answer either one of those questions viably? Go ahead. I mean, you, can you think of one? Um, I mean, you just kind of covered both of them, but I guess 
a kind of jokey response would be when they ask you if you have any questions. Because you're supposed to have them, but... You should. Uh, my you're answer. also sitting there in an interview, and now you're so burnt out from having to answer, where do you see yourself in five years? It's like, do you have any other questions? That's why I always have, and I always will recommend yeah. this. Um, you always obviously bring a portfolio mm-hmm. with you, like a leather portfolio type thing with a pad in it. Have five or six questions, um, maybe more, and this is good because sometimes you're not you're never going to ask all five or six questions. Mm-hmm. And a good thing is to actually, if they answer some of your questions for you, say to them, well, you've answered a number of my questions. You're kind of, so what you're doing is you're kind of deflecting back at them a little mm-hmm. bit. Because what you're doing is kind of regaining oh, control yeah, you, of that you're moment. You're playing the game back. Yeah, and then you ask the questions you have. Now, there's actually a lot of like interesting mind games about asking you, especially the, interviewing. What, it's huge. What, you know, what are your weaknesses, yeah, well, or what, what do you consider to be your weaknesses? I mean, but what it, a bullshit it plays question. on a bunch of different areas. Yeah. You know, like from even, and it makes sense because you know CEO corporate retreat sort of things have also turned into. NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming Sessions. I know what what NLP means. Well, maybe they didn't know. You didn't know what SHIP meant? Maybe they don't know what NLP is. Okay. So it's that sort of a framing bullshit thing that's meant to get you a little bit off balance. Mm -hmm. And so you do that. That's why uh, I actually think my interview when I started interning at this place went so well was they didn't really ask me any of those. Instead... They walked in, and I straight up said, hey, so I'm here to intern. Here's all these cool things I've worked on. Right. And, and the guy interviewing me, who's the owner of the company, who was the programmer that started all of it, mm-hmm. who really wishes he could get more back into programming instead of running the company that he now owns, he listened to my story, and he goes, well, check out all these cool things we've been working on. So you guys on. started bonding, yeah. And so that that was the moment when I knew that you, I, this was I, eventually going to be that, yours. That, yeah. that I was in yeah. when he stopped to show you his cool well, shit. Because he has a a bit of a stutter from time to time, mm-hmm. and I noticed that during the interview he had the stutter and he had some of the uh pauses. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he started showing me the cool shit he was working on, it was, it gone. was gone. Yeah. So, so, um, I mean, there's no real topping what, what okay. your answer I didn't mean to bogart that well, for me, but you've good those, insight. Those though. are also insight, yeah. the, the would be my choices. All right. Well, and since that would have been a non answer, I've now filled another 10 minutes with rambling. That wasn't 10, but it was I good. I am the greatest. Um, all right. So then we move on now to Facebook, facebook.com slash couch grouches. And, uh, a message from what? What? Love two sixty four. My love loves going to leave. Uh, it must be time for Sam, our good friend Sam. Sam emailed. Uh, Sam messages us as I said before at uh, at facebook.com slash um, couch scratches. And we'll just we'll keep it playing in the background because it's. Good. Sam says, "Why is this song so good? Because it's an infectious fucking groove." Um, Sam says, uh, "Not sure uh, when and if you guys will be recording this week, today um, and right now. Yes, yes, as I know it's your busy time. Uh, thought I'd throw a question or two your way when I thought of them. Uh, 
see, just do this real quick. All right, let's get rid of Right Said Fred real quick here. Except, let's not. I think this is the farthest into the song we've gotten. So, he says, do you guys have a small task or item that gives you a sense of calm and satisfaction even when everything else is going to crap? Ooh, yeah. He says, for me, it's making a cup of tea the slow, meticulous way. He says, yes, I know, it's a total stereotype, but it works for me. But now I want to know what the actual slow, meticulous way is as opposed to my just... Well, here's some hot water. I'll plop this in and then forget about it and then let it cool. Well, and then walk back half an hour and go, oh, shit, I made tea. Have you ever had a, a seriously, like a proper British cuppa? No. Um, as I, There's have. nothing proper about it, but, I mean, it's it's making the tea the right way and then having, there's no, like, Japanese ritual or anything no. like that. But, like, you know, the right of, right amount of milk, no cream, no skim milk, milk and sugar. Um, I don't usually drink either one of those things in my tea, but if I'm having a, a, a like a, a, I, a, I put a bit of sugar in, 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 in a cup of English tea, yeah, it's it's. Though on so you and your wife's suggestion, I do have in my drawer at work where I drink most of my tea. I did pick up some PG tips. I mean, that's the that's the good. start. I like that. A little sugar, a little milk. There you go. Um, so. Do you have a small task or item that gives you a sense of common satisfaction? I have many. Oh, well, go. I do know that the demons scream, so sometimes yes. you have to keep them quiet. So, um, all right, let's just start with outside of your basic fidgety toys. Like, I have a couple spinners mm-hmm. because I was 3D printing them before they were cool. Yeah, I know. Um, and that fidget cube, which I've got, is, mm-hmm. is pretty nice, too, but... So a small object that calms my brain when I get it. F- let's start with number one, and your penis. No. Well, yes, but no. <laughs> um, well, it's a small object that calms you hey, once you get a hold of it. Hey, oh. This is where Joe would tell us about his tiny dick and huge balls. So every time he takes a piss, he pisses all over his balls. What does it look like? A mushroom cap on top of two bean bags. <laughs> What do you call it? Dumbo. Why? It's got tiny trunk and huge ears. <laughs> it doesn't quite, it's not quite the same. No, it's not. But uh, <laughs> if Joe was here, that'd be what he would say. And Jim said what I would say. And I think you've heard this all before, <laughs> listeners, because I'm pretty sure I did it right in front of Jacqueline because it was amusing. Because it was me. amusing. So go ahead. What, so, so you're, but you, you'll, you'll, other start, than your penis. you'll start to see a pattern here yes. because it will inform the rest of the small calming things. Mm-hmm. Rubik's Cube, specifically one of the Duncan speed cubing ones with the white plastic. It's a, it's a white uh, nylon, so nine, it moves super smoothly against itself, and it makes a satisfying clicking noise as you flick them around. And so I will sit there, and I think it's also at work right now because when, I, when my brain's just going and mm-hmm. going and yep. going, I'll sit there with it in my hands just fidgeting with it, rotating the sides, and, you know, it's partly some of the goes to like almost the Hellblazer imagery of fiddling with the that's puzzle box that's until what it, I was thinking until it hap- yep. until it just solves itself. I'll sit there just idly twisting and turning, so you get that tactile fidget. Mm-hmm. And then what'll happen is after a couple minutes of this, I'll look down; it'll be all scrambled. I will solve it, and then I'll go back to just staring at my screen, thinking of the problem and fidgeting again. So you get. 
a bit of both worlds in it. But what that's that's a symptom of the fact that I get calmed by working with my hands, mm-hmm. just with everything. So programming soothes me because just sitting there tippy tapping away, very soothing. Um, knitting. Okay. I have sat down. I've seen you do it. Spaced out, and just been silent, which is not a thing I do frequently. Mm-hmm. Just sat down, spaced out, been silent, just knitting a scarf. I want, I want you to someday, like, just decide that you're gonna have a baby. I'm gonna knit your baby hat. Okay, I was just hoping you'd knit me some fucking chainmail. Well, that's the other one that I sit down <laughs> and space out with. Um, a couple years ago, I made some chainmail gifts for people for Christmas because I did not have much money, and. And why uh, uh, and, and metal wire is cheap. <laughs> <laughs> metal wire aside, a five pound bag of aluminum rings off of oh, Amazon you, you is actually also dirt cheap. cheap. Yeah. And so you sit down with a couple cheap needle nose pliers and same thing. I just sat down, put on like TV, didn't even really watch it or pay attention. It was just on and making mm-hmm. noise and spaced out as my hands just continued to work the the pattern. So it repetitive hand motions are Sort of my soothing. Now, who's it? The big. How one, about you? The big one for me, believe it or not, um, and has nothing to do with eating. But when I'm depressed, mm-hmm. or if I'm, if I am am um, having a panic attack or something, or if I or if I just need to center myself, med- like meditative, prep cook. Mm-hmm. Just prepping, just prepping mise en place. So, chopping onions, chopping vegetables, um, chiffonading basil, uh, grinding herbs, just working with a knife and food. Um, and then that will per- that will you know evolve into cooking something. I will I will I won't be hungry. I'll just there's something for me that is relaxing about. The act of cooking, um, as it is for the most part, I'm a person that cooks um, alone. I don't usually like people helping me cook in the kitchen. It's not a, it's not like a territorial thing or anything like that. It's just like I, my headspace is such where, and I've worked in commercial kitchens, um, and even you know, and in commercial kitchens, you're thinking, oh well, everybody's you know in the room together cooking. Most people are at their stations doing their job but even just the act of prep cooking of peeling vegetables chopping them into you know into perfect little pieces and you know putting them in their little bowls and having everything ready to go um i mean that takes longer than the cooking usually all the prep so i really enjoy prepping um another thing i enjoy um kind of in your vein Mm -hmm. is if i'm at work and i need to um if I'm getting fidgety, I have um, a set of Baodong balls. You know mm-hmm. what those are? The yeah. Little the Chinese metal balls with the bells inside of them. And, and, and I spin them. And I can do pretty well on my in my right hand. I do it in my left hand, and it's I'm ambidextrous, so I can mm-hmm. do them in my left hand pretty well as well, but, but slower because I was trained to use my right hand. Um, I, I tried to learn contact juggling once. It's not easy. It, it's not at all. As I've gotten older, it's harder for me to use them because my hands are arthritic Mm -hmm. and then that's the other thing 
that um, I do. The other thing that I do a lot is just um, I play guitar. Mm-hmm. So, but all I'll do is just play. I'll just uh, play scales. I won't even be playing a song. Won't even be doing anything. Just play scales for like thirty-five minutes, and I'll feel better. Calligraphy as well. I forgot mm-hmm. about that one because that was a. So that's fairly new. I don't know if we've mentioned this part before. I'm a serial hobbyist. Yes, you are. You know it, but I don't know if it's if it's been committed to recording. No, we've, we've not talked about it. I pick up hobbies just at random. Yeah, you do. And then I do them, and sometimes I put them away, sometimes I keep doing them. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my lightsaber. Yeah. That'll, that'll happen eventually, I'm sure. You know, I'm having a baby. Yeah? You know what's a great present for you with the small infant running around? Lightsaber. Polycarbonate bladed lightsaber. Goddamn right. But so, uh, calligraphy was a pretty recent one, yes. and I picked it up just because... I was looking stuff up online for making props for cabaret. Mm-hmm. And cabaret led to, you know, Weimar you Germany. Yeah, yeah. Weimar Germany led to the actual long standing debate and argument over the official regime font, mm-hmm. which led me to looking at the images of the black letter calligraphy, which led me to buying some, some uh, pilot parallel pens and just. I don't know why I decided to do it, but I picked it up, and it it is, I think it's probably the same reason that working with my hands does it, too. It's just the motions, the repetitive motions. Sure, and sure it is. A little bit of the focus going into it. But uh, I'm not great. It's still just fun, though. Just something to fun, do. It is fun, goddammit. So, who knows? Uh Oh shit! What was I think I did have another hobby I was just about to start. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. It may have been getting back into cooking a little bit because I have to make some meat pies for your show. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I th- I want to make meat pies. We'll the, see. The, the if we're being 100 percent honest and transparent, I think the meat pies for your show. So, I, th- by the way, the reason that's happening is because I'm messing with the files. I apologize for turning Japanese constantly happening. That's my fault completely. So if we're being 100% transparent, the meat pies for your show, at least the edible ones, will probably be store-bought and frozen. Yeah, but I would still like to, to try make to make some. some. Yeah. Oh no! It's dead! <laughs> We've killed it! Whatever are we to do besides get the charger out of the bag and fix everything? Um... So actually, though, I, I, I turned to my mom after dinner today, and I made mention of making meat pies, and her response was, you can't make a meat pie. When have you ever made a meat pie before? Like, you know, Thanks, the, Mom. The people that make meat pies right now, there was always a time that they had not ever made a meat pie before. That's ridiculous. You can't make a meat pie? It's like, Ma, when did, how did you learn to make a meat pie? You probably found a recipe and followed the instructions, and then there was a meat pie at the end. Like, oh, well, you'd have to make dough. Yeah, I'm pretty good at pastry. I don't even know why. I just am. Well, you'd have to do this. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at that, too. I, Again, I just am. So... I just want to make some meat pies, and I'll make you those keto meat pies. I'm excited. Or, or you can make you those keto and meat then we pies, can eat and them. I'll, I'll make me the delicious carb-filled meat pies <laughs> of my people. 
fair enough. Are meat pies an Italian thing? No. Do really. we have? I mean, I'm pie? sure we have some manner of meat pie. How about a Portuguese thing? I'm sure they probably do. I'm sure I'm, they I'm, probably. Well, it's more of a. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure the Guineas have meat pies too. Uh, but like a good, right, proper meat pie. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe I'll guess. Is it racist if I say that? No, because we've went over this with Sam. Being that he is British, no one can be racist against him. No. So uh, no one can be racist against the colonizers. No. no. So I was gonna say, is it racist if I to call say it a limey that, meat pie? Well, if I say that, maybe I should get Sam to send me a recipe for a meat pie. No, that's not racist at all. Sam, Sam, I know you're listening. Get us a goddamn meat pie recipe. You should do that. Give me, give me a meat pie recipe. I ate that cake you made. It was a delicious cake. You have proven yourself in cake. Yes, indeed. So I'm wondering if maybe you got some old family meat pie recipe somewhere. <laughs> And uh, we could make some good and proper meat British pies. meat pies for Sweeney Todd. Fair enough. Well, for me to eat because <laughs> they have carbs and you're not going to do it. And Joe will probably split one with me. I'm sure he will. Um, but like yeah, Janine and Janine doesn't eat meat much. So I don't think she needs any more at all. Yeah, well, that's the, the yeah, that's that thing. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, so yeah, I will eat three of those four meat pies Jesus that we Christ. make, and yeah, Joe may have one. Yeah. Now I'm that, hungry. That's about it. Now I'm hungry. I, I think I'm done. You think you're done? I think I'm good. Well, I, there's an important question to ask, though. All right. It's the fucking Gonzo's Black Magic Corner. Have you summoned the demons yet? No, and I'll tell you why. Uh-oh. So... Uh, maybe I'm even slightly stealing the position. It's not a full rant, but this is also where your rant would go. I don't have one. This whole episode has been one giant rant. It really has been, yeah. Because that's what these episodes are. That is Toxic Fandom Night. Actually, I have a small rant, but go ahead. So I also have a quick small one, and this isn't targeted really in general. I mean, it kind of is, but let's not get into it. Surprise me. Demons, Um, have they been summoned? They have not, and I'll tell you why. Because you, because like Joe will tell you that anything's possible through the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is about when he would tell me that. But no, it's because life is getting chaotic already. Um, yes. I kind of went over some of the fair stuff with you earlier. Oof. Yes. Suffice to say, shit's on fire and it's not even my fault. Yes. Um, but my personal life as well is kind of in flux too. Yes. And I am not the most stable person to begin with. No. Exactly. I am paranoid by nature. And yes. I don't know if it's an anxiety thing, but I'm going to tell you something that that uh it's just good advice and this goes out to one person in particular that I'm not going to name drop now or even later because I'm sure that they would not enjoy me name dropping them. You know them. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I know exactly who they are. Cool it with magic. I'm saying this as someone who has studied the practical occult for 16 years now, 17-ish years. Um, and it's another one of my hobbies, because, again, serial hobbyist. Cool it with magic. I don't know if you're into it, you know, and I'm not talking just like, the same way that praying is magic. 
or mm-hmm. any sort of spiritual belief is. I'm talking about the practical occultism stuff because I've never known an occultist who was all there upstairs. And whether that whether or not that's a chicken and the egg, I don't know. You know, you probably got to be some form of crazy to get into it. But it can't make things better. You're not and and I understand you're not talking you got to you got to realize people, he's not talking about pagan faith. He's not talking about pagan faith. No. He's talking about straight up like weird working. Yeah. Like like yeah, know, I get and, it. And, and uh, no, like pagan faith and any sort of spiritual faith, Wiccan yeah. faith, um, even, you know, your normal style of praying. I, we could go into it, and I'm sure. not going to because this isn't no, you, the you're, time or place for it. You're talking about... It's all the same. Yep. It does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what at, you're talking about is different. But the thing is... When shit starts to go crazy, I noticed in me, and I've, I've actively fought it, and now I'm back on the other side of, okay, well, what can I do to fix it? Because for a little while there, it was when shit goes wrong, it wasn't how can I, the person, fix it. It was, well, what sort of magic squiggles can I draw that'll make everything fix itself? And that helps no one. Not only does that not help anyone, but if you've got anxiety and you've got paranoia issues, it's going to make it so much worse. And it's this is a show in and of itself. You know that, right? Yeah. It's like just this is, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to hear more about this, you you you, you got to call in because we need so because uh, we can get some people together for this it, motherfucker. It's magic geekdom, I guess. Like we can get some people together for for this shit. This would be awesome. So it's just, uh, yeah, that's why I haven't contacted the demons lately because everything is chaotic enough, and I need to not be doing that. In okay. the middle of the storm. Right. I'll wait till afterwards, see what they thought about it. Here's my rant. No one is saying that cauliflower tastes like potatoes. <laughs> okay? I love mashed cauliflower. Oh, I love mashed potatoes. I, so do I. So do I. But I love mashed cauliflower. And I do use it in lieu of potatoes. But do you know what I'm not expecting when I eat mashed cauliflower? For it to taste like mashed potatoes. And most people that make that dish or use cauliflower as a substitute for things are not expecting things to taste the same. I don't get why people are getting upset and offended by what other people are doing like that have no effect on them. But like everyone's like, well, Oh, you know, oh my, I made a pizza with a cauliflower crust. Oh, well, it's not the same as my pizza. No, it's not. Obviously, it's not. Hey, you know what? I don't get to have the crust of a pizza, but I get all the toppings. Right? No, no one, stop it. Just stop it. Fine. You know what? Cauliflower is fine. Leave it alone. Um, Second of all, yes. Okay. I know, we all know how much I don't like hipsters. Mm Mm-hmm. And how much I don't like hipster trapping, trappings, mm-hmm. right? But avocado toast is the truth. Because avocado is vegetable butter. <laughs> it Didn't is. we just talk about this last night? Yes. The avocado famine. Of <laughs> so the great millennial decided, avocado we famine. We decided that, there's gonna, that yeah, what's going to kill millennials is going to be the great millennial con, uh, avocado <laughs> famine of 2020. 
Um, no, I, I'll be honest. I've actually never had a piece of avocado toast in my life. Me but, neither. But you know what? I like toast, and I like avocados, and I imagine those two would go go together very well. I always forget that I enjoy avocado. Because every time someone's making guacamole, I look at it and I go, I don't like avocado. Then I eat some. And you and feel I, like a fucking idiot. I like avocado. Of course you do. But never fail. The next time someone's breaking out an avocado, I look at it and I go, I don't really like avocado. No. Shut up. You do. You just forget somehow every time you so see an avocado. I it's have a, an It's like an avocado is my Manchurian candidate like trigger. No, you look at an avocado the way that a cat looks at a cucumber. <laughs> What the fuck is that? Yeah, I don't exactly. want that. So I have an a av- weird squishy testicle looking thing. <laughs> so I have an avocado story um, that involves my I wife. I hate it already. No, no. Uh, hold on. That involves my wife. I'm not going to tell it here because it's really funny to tell it when she's in the room. <laughs> and so that's that. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll wait till she's here. Yeah. Um, so uh, Joe's not here to, uh, to go through all the um, ways to reach us. So I will do my best to read them all off. Um, We can be found um, all over the place. So tell your friends about us. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Yeah. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Podbean. Podbean is our host. We're very happy to... uh very happy with with the the service they've given us. It's it's fantastic. Um, You can find us on social media at uh, facebook.com slash couchgrouches. Um, uh, Twitter. Yeah, we our Twitter. Twitter handle is at Couch Grouches. How about Instagram? Uh, Instagram at Couch Grouches. Okay. Uh, what about MySpace? Um, n- I would in a minute. Live I'm, Journal. You don't think I can't start a fucking Live Journal? I mean, hell yeah, Live Journal. How about Dead Journal. You uh, remember? Right. Dead I remember journal. Dead Journal. Um, and then of course, if you want to just contact us by email, couchgrouches at gmail um, I check it every day. So please, you know, drop us something. We'd love to hear from you. Um, if you are popping onto iTunes, that five star rating is a big help. Um, I'm hoping pretty soon that we might be able to, uh, you know, kind of, you know, uh, be- benchmark. Uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Nick Cage. What about? Um, oh, wait, no, we did mention what? him already. Yeah, well, well, we, How about friend of the podcast, Ron Perlman? What about friend of the podcast? Oh yeah, make sure we, you guys. We didn't All right, say yeah. It. So okay, so so this is what we need you guys to do. Ron Perlman. Need you guys to track down Rob, Ron Perlman Ron for us. Ron Perlman. Yep. Come, come talk to us. Um, I have questions about ice pirates. Yeah. We need. Um. We 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 still need. Although they said they wouldn't, we still need that sponsorship from Angels Envy. Well, it's a secret love. Yep. Remember. And um. Uh, what the hell is his name? Um. And of course, you know, if Luke you Evans? happen to know friend of the friend of the show, Luke, Luke Evans, who uh, did evidently did the uh, the hit it and quit it on our, our good friend Joe, um, if you could get him to answer Joe's uh, uh, Instagram, that would be great. So I guess we're gonna call that a day, aren't we? Yeah, I mean that was a fun uh, show. We killed your computer. Yeah, we did. We killed the computer. So, and but I'm, I, we, I, we did some good stuff. No, I thought we did. It's only coming through one channel. That's really really cool. Ooh. Messing with me. The lo-fi edition. (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, so that's fine. Um, We're just going to pretend like that's playing as we we do our normal thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I guess we're. I guess that's it then. Yeah. It's so, so bad when Joe's not here to keep us all on task. Well, you got to say the thing. All right. So for uh, hold on, we'll just put it right next to the phone now. Fuck it. For couch grouches.
This is Jim. I'm Gonzo. Joe's not here. Fuck on, audience. Fuck on, audience. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Some non sequitur.